Sunday, April 18th, the Academy of Country Music Awards. It's a big night for country music, and the performers have just been announced. 25-plus artists performing 30-plus songs. We'll talk about it coming up during this episode of My Second Act. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. My name's Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. I am kind of mad at you that every time I suggest we go to Haraz, Haraz, you won't go. Like I've called you a couple times and I'm like, on a Friday and I'm like, let's go. Let's go to Harris. Because I've heard they're back up and running. Like everything's back. Now you may have to wear a mask. But, like, you can pull the slot machines and you can do all the stuff. And I'm like, let's go. And you're like, eh, it's a long drive. It's a three-hour drive. I mean, when you when you throw that out there at, like, 530 on a Friday. We could be there by 8 o'clock. And you, yeah. And then, and then what, drive back? Yeah. What fun is that? What are you talking about? No. And I'm all about gambling. What do you want to do? Like, go up there and spend a weekend or something? Well, at least spend the night. If we're going to drive up there, we need to spend the night. Well, I mean, we could. Let's plan okay. it. Let's figure it out as we go. Do, do we have the money to go to Harris? Sure. Okay. What ha- what happened to your like like sense of adventure? Like, let's just go. Oh, it's still here. And plan I still it, have that. Plan it as we go. Hmm. What do you think? I don't know. What is keeping you down about Harris? From going to Harris? What do you think is going to happen there? Like, it's not open? You're going to lose a shit ton of money is okay, what's going to happen. And I, I, we don't need to do that right now. Aside from okay, that. Okay, but what's bigger than that? Oh, I thought it was like you were worried about the pandemic or something. Donna, there. who are you sitting here talking not to? Like, I have not been, I, I, I'm not, there's not a, been a day in the past year where I have been worried about the pandemic. Not the pandemic, but what does Harris look like in the pandemic? Oh, That's I, don't, I could care less what Harris looks like. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. I mean, can All you right. smoke? Can you drink? And can you lose money? Yes, yes, and yes. Sign me up. Yeah. So no, why would you do it? Okay. I'm not all about that, Donna. Oh, okay. So we're going to start this episode with a conversation um, about things that you signed up to do that you really had no idea what you were signing up to do, but you maybe just you 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 committed because you you felt pressured, number one, or you felt that um, it was something that you needed to do, or you owed someone a favor. Here are some quick examples. Um, Maybe um, uh, being a greeter at church. Is that a good example? Well, yeah, it's like you, you, because I've, I've actually done that. I signed up for that one. Like you don't think about what all's involved. Like you think it's one thing. So like I'm thinking, okay, when I signed up to be the greeter at church, I was like, okay, so I'm friendly. I greet people all the time. I can do this. I didn't realize that you have to greet for minimally two services. You have to get there an hour and a half early and you can't sit with your family during the service. And then you stay after. And you stay after and clean up. To line the hymnals up and all that yes, stuff. Yes, all that stuff. So maybe not not that you minded at all not serving at the all. Lord. Oh, Lord, no. After the religion conversation that we had yes, last episode. Last episode. We, we yep. love the Lord. Yes. But again, it's just maybe you did not more. know the commitment. more than you envisioned. The commitment. Here's another example. Years ago, Donna and I were invited to serve as members of the host committee for um, a very big fundraiser here in Atlanta that was being held at this mansion, mansion. In, in Buckhead across from the governor's mansion right so this person said to us uh, was a friend and said mm-hmm. you know listen would you it's a black tie event would y'all serve on the host well, of course we'll serve 
on the host committee. Why wouldn't we? Thinking that that means you bring some appetizers. And you greet people. As they enter yes. the home and Hi. get out their checkbooks and bid for different things. Yes. We had no idea at the time that being on the host committee means that you basically are guaranteeing that you're going to bring $25,000 to the nonprofit exactly. the night of the event. Yes. You're basically... Um, like a multi-level marketer kind of. Right. Yeah. And if you don't find the people to come who are going to bid and donate and give, then the onus is on you to write the check. Had no idea. Yeah. So that's what I found out later. You can either find the people, you know, and invite, but you can't just invite like, I can't just, we just couldn't invite like Debbie and Sean because they wouldn't get out their checkbook. You know what I mean? Like you got to find the right people. Well, let's not pick on Debbie and Sean. Well, I'm not saying that, but they don't, if, if it wasn't, a, if, if it wouldn't just be like, oh, let's invite some friends because this is going to be a cool night. Who will buy a ticket for $100 yes, exactly. and come drink some good wine yeah. and some hors d'oeuvres and be done with it. And like me, I just wanted to see the inside of this house was bazonkers like they had versace dog bowls gold versace dog bowls i mean it was crazy so for me i was just like yes i want to go i want to see this house i want to see this situation get out of the house dress up yeah the kids at home maybe bump into some famous people which we did but yeah the person that was the head of this event and asked us to join the host committee at one point during the night comes up and is like hey katie where are your people (laughs) no I'm looking around over my shoulders. I'm like, my, my people, well, we got Sean and Debbie are here from down the street. <laughs> but this person was basically saying, "Where where's your money? Where's your money? And I didn't even get it at that point. I had no clue. No, and I was overbidding on like literally over, I was overbidding and I was overbidding on like this. Um, they were going to, one of the things, because they had a silent auction and you could bid on stuff. And one of the things they had was a pool party. And this pool was, I'm telling you, it was crazy. This was like something out of MTV Cribs, but like Versace style. And so I'm thinking, this would be a great place to host like a birthday party or a party for us and all of our friends. So I'm over there bidding on this thing. And I think I'm up to like $1,400. But I'm thinking, you know what? This will be nice. Like, I mean, we'll it's a charity. It'll go to the charity. And then you come up like Tom Cruise from the ceiling. And you're like, did you know? Did you know? That we're supposed to have like people here. We're supposed to give like twenty five thousand dollars. I'm like, what? We're struggling to come up with the fourteen hundred. Should you win the pool party? Well, back then, I don't think we were, but we didn't have twenty five thousand dollars. That's for sure. I was like, what are you talking about? And so I think you had like talked to seen some other host people because there were multiple people members of the host committee of the host committee. And so you started seeing the host committee people gathering their people. Their people, yeah. And so it was like, and we just had Sean and Debbie from down the street. Oh my! We carpooled with them. God, what are we gonna do? Yeah, something kind of similar happened this past weekend. We have a friendship and also business partnership with um, Painted Horse Winery and Vineyards here in Milton. Uh, beautiful now, about twenty eight acre. No, they did not want twenty five thousand dollars. No, 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 no. Yeah. And this is this is a fun story. Yeah. And this is, I'm not picking on on Pamela Jackson, who's the proprietor of Painted Horse, but they. Um, Pamela bought some more land, but I think it's about five acres. And so they are building another vineyard on the property there where we do the uncorked concert series. So about three weeks ago, we got an invitation from somebody to come to what they called the planting day celebration. And I thought, uh, you know, uh, uh, what's this? What, of course we'll go. It's 10 a.m. on a Saturday, but no problem. I can, I can go. 
what exactly is planting day? Planting day is when they drill the holes for 900. Yes, you heard me right. <laughs> 900 vines. Okay. And rather than pay for labor to come in and plant them, <laughs> Pamela Jackson invites her friends to come and do well, the planting Well, you get like a row her. named after you. you. Did, there was no such thing, Donna. Okay. There was no such thing. So you couldn't make it. And so I said, you know what, I'll go. And, and I thought it was going to be ceremonial. Think of like when you're invited to do the first pitch at a, at a baseball game. Yeah. You don't really have to be a good you're, you're pitcher. Not, you're not expected to do yeah. anything. Just go out there and, and hold the ball. and pretend Toss like it. You, and, and what? You get the photograph. Yes. It's all about the photograph. That's what I thought that this would be. Like I would bend down. With a shovel. And not even that, Donna. I thought that I would bend down and I would like hold the stem, the grape stem in and the smile. hole and smile. And they'd snap a picture and I'd be on my way. Yes. Three and a half hours later, oh boy, my back hurts so much that I cannot even stand up straight. <laughs> because when I get there, and I was thirty minutes late, when I get there, I see all of these people on this you know five acre field, which is in the back of the property, and it's absolutely beautiful. It's going to be beautiful. But um, I walk up, and everybody's like, "Hi, Caddy. You know, we're so glad that you could come." And I'm like, "Absolutely." And they're like, "Do you do you want to know what to do? We should tell you what to do." And I said, "Yes, I probably need to know what to do." Well, this is how you plant a vine. Oh, dear. And I said, why did I, I thought I didn't say it out loud, but I thought, I said, why not plant a vine? I'm just here to take a picture. Or like a ceremonial vine. You're like, okay, I'll do one. Right, right. Yeah. They hand me a hoe. Oh, dear. And a pair of gloves. And not that kind of hoe. No, no. And, um, and, and proceed to tell me how you bend down and get on your knees and you dig the dirt out of the hole and then you hold your, your vine in it and then you plant the, the you put all the dirt back in the hole. And then you pat it down and move then on you step the on one. it. And then you move on to the next 900 now. Oh, my gosh. 900 of these. I was a sore Donna. I flash back to my mom, Grammy. And my mother was a big plant person, always has been. And I remember being, I, I bet I hadn't planted anything since fourth grade. Well, in college, we planted a lot of things up at the mountain house. But, um, the, yeah. Uh, but anyway, I, yes. you know, mama would have chromanthusins or something. And chrysanthemums whatever they're called and okay. she would want me to little hide she'd want to plant and fourth grade what are you going to do of course you'll plant for your mama you know yeah, i flashed back i flashed back to this time so for two hours did you hide out at I one did. point i did my god i found a big tree and i felt like a kid you know kids hide behind a tree and they think that you can't see them <laughs> and that's what i thought that i was like i thought i was hiding behind a tree and they didn't know where i was like because wave at you? there were about Hi, 25 okay. people there that were doing this labor for pamela so she didn't have to pay for it and and Pamela, you know, I love you to death, and I'm making fun of this. I'm did you get sandwiches, wine? We did. Here's what they did. They ordered uh, Subway sandwiches. Okay. And then Pamela breaks out the wine well, at like there 12 you go. o'clock. At 12 o'clock on a Saturday. Well, that's not bad. No, it was great. It was fantastic. Well, I saw some pictures of like our friend Laura who was there and everyone, and I a said lot of to ass. you. There okay. was a lot of ass okay. because everybody would bend down. Okay. And and again, I wasn't prepared. I was wearing jeans. I don't even think I had underwear. I was wearing jeans and some boots thinking I was going to go get my picture made and not have to get down. We talked in a recent episode, remember about you talking about how you had to roll over yes. to do someone's inseam and yes. get their touch. It was that. <laughs> I would literally be on the ground <laughs> in the dirt, in the Georgia clay, have it under my fingernails, on my knees, and I would have to roll in order to, and then grab onto the post <laughs> that each of the stems has because the grapes are going to grow at the post. It takes about seven years, I think. Uh, but I would have to grab onto the 
to the post that was already in the ground that had up. just been placed in the ground next mm-hmm. to the hole. Mm-hmm. And I would grab onto the post and I'd have to spin. And it was it was not very attractive. I don't, I don't okay, know. Okay, well, that, that wasn't where I was going with uh-huh. Laura, where you our going? friend. Well, I wasn't talking... That's but, not where I was going either. No, but she had like, she had these professional like knee braces and all kinds of stuff. And I said to you, I go, did you bring all, like, did you, are you prepared? Like, did what you knee pads? And yeah. no, I was not, nor did I have knee pads. Oh dear. Yeah. So I bent down about 36 times that day, mm. just this past Saturday. And I'm still sore from that. So once you got your row done, you were done, but you had to get your section done, right? No, everybody just kind of did. When you saw a hole with a stem in it, you just went did your thing. Mm. Well, that's a perfect example. You need to know what you're getting into. And and you know what? Did you try to explain to me exactly what was going to happen? I or? did. I said you were going to be planting, okay. but you didn't quite listen. I did not. And you know, we were invited by another company to be on a host committee last year. We were like, no, we are out of town. Because that one was big money. Big money. And we're like, no, 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 no. We're out of town. Because everybody's been, I remember you, one time you were somewhere, everybody's went, been at one of these events where they're doing like the silent auction and then they do the live auction and you're just scratching your nose with your paddle. And the next okay. thing you know, that happened to at you. At the March of Dimes. You bought a trip to Aruba. Yes. Belize. Belize. Is where it was. Yes. I had no clue. I had no clue. Suddenly this woman runs up to me with a credit card machine and a clipboard and is like, congratulations, you're going to Belize. <laughs> I said, who? And I turn around at my table. You know, and, and I'm thinking somebody behind you got the wrong person. No, no, your paddle number, whatever. I said, ma'am, I was scratching my back and they would not let me out of it. No. We just wound up sending my mama. Yes. To Belize. <laughs> we did. The kids were little and something was going on. We couldn't get them I'm out like, of no, school. No, 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 yeah. no. I'm not bidding. Yes, you did. I remember you called me. I did. That night and you were like, uh, I just. I felt horrible. I just spent $3,200 on a trip to Belize. Like, where is Belize is what I said. I didn't even know where it was. Unbelievable. ACMs are coming up. That's the Academy of Country Music Awards. And Eric Church is going to be a performer. Um, Eric Church is also on a crusade to get his fans vaccinated so that he can bring concerts back. You were a little surprised by this, Don. Yeah, it was just, I don't know. I, I mean, I I don't know. I was I was kind of surprised that he would make this like such a big deal but I get it I mean they're ready to go back to work and I think that they know the only way to get there is to get as many people vaccinated as possible here's what I was most surprised about you know the picture that's on everyone's social media where it shows him on the Rolling Stone cover and it's almost like a live it's 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 a live image where he's rolling his sleeve up honestly I was kind of like a little shocked about his arm it was very pale and it wasn't as muscular as I thought it was going to be I swear it was kind of odd. Like, it struck me as odd. It almost looked like an old person's arm. I'm like, is that Eric Church's arm? Like, have we ever seen him in a muscle shirt? I don't think we Eric Church does not wear muscle shirts. Yeah, I don't think I've seen him. But it was just, it was kind of an interesting thing. Like, I focused so much on- Did you on feel let down? A little. Like, did you want some muscle? Yeah. I focused so much on his arm that I forgot about what he was talking about. The Band-Aid didn't give it away? Or the yeah. needle? The needle yeah. going into his arm? Yeah. Wasn't enough? Uh, Eric Church says this. I just want to play shows. Politics' job is to divide. That's how you win elections. Those things that unite us are music and sports. The times when, whether you're a Democrat or Republican or whatever, you throw your arm around the person next to you. And when his own tour comes to pass, that's what he's looking forward to most. He'll play the song Hold My Own, during which, as always, he'll see his fans all put their arms around one another. We become one, Eric said. We need that. I need that. 
He's doing a lot of press right now because the triple album is getting ready. I'm so excited about the triple album. Heart and Soul is getting ready uh, to drop. And so this is a part of his press play. His crusade, so to speak. And it is to get, as he, he, he says, and I see this quote everywhere right now, you've got to get needles and arms. I know, which that sounds crazy. But yes. And I think, you know what, for the younger generation, maybe he's doing a push too. Because I do think that it's most, a, a lot, not most, a lot of the younger generation probably had COVID, college students and people like that. So they're kind of like, why do I need the shot? I've had COVID. But I mean, in order to get to what he feels like is a comfortable place where, we, where he can get back on the road, there has to be more of that. And it is true. Like when he plays that song, everybody always puts their arms around each other. I have built a pyramid during that song. You have. Mm-hmm. Um, In the pit. With Scott Lindy. But um, yeah, I mean, I think somebody's got to better, you know, better a, a musician or so someone's got to push that agenda if they want to get back on the road. And Eric says in, in, in this Billboard magazine article, he says, I'm touring this year. We'll see. I don't know that you're going to be able to do that. I hope. I feel like every weekend, though, that goes on, like, you know, when I'm driving through our downtown area of Alpharetta, wherever you're listening to the podcast, you have a downtown area in different states or in different situations. But here, I, I just feel like it's just it's almost like people have declared that the pandemic is over. You know what I mean? Like people are gathering, people are walking, people are brunching, people are at the farmer's market. I saw it back out this weekend. So I do think that at some point it's almost like critical mass is just going to take over. The problem with the touring industry, as we've talked about before, is even if you could find, which you could right now, I guarantee you find, you know, 100,000 people that wanted to show up at any big stadium and see Kenny Chesney or Eric Church, the problem is the liability, all the behind the scenes stuff. And that's what I don't think people, they keep forgetting about. Because everyone you talk to is like, I'm going to a concert, I'd go to a concert right now. What's the holdup? What's the big deal? The big deal is the people who work on the tours, their safety, the routing, the, you know, getting people into the venues, the, well, the all money. of that. And Come the on. money. It's it, the money. More than anything, it's the money. Yeah. If, you, if you cannot do a show at at least 80 to 85% capacity, I think is, is something that we had pretty recently in a podcast with John Rich, Big and Rich, then it's, nobody's going to make any money. But don't you think we're at the point where 85% percent of people would show up for a concert they would but had they been vaccinated do they have to be that's what i'm saying no absolutely i I don't believe there's any way in the world the live nation or any other big concert uh promotion company uh is is going to allow people to come into their venues without having a covid19 vaccine passport laminated by the homeless men outside the java center in new york city yeah Hmm. we'll include the article it's a great read it's a long it is um, but again, Eric's doing a lot of press right now to promote uh, Heart and Soul, his triple album project that's coming out. We'll include a link. In yeah, the, and check uh, the out his little arm and see what you think. Okay. Maybe we can zoom in yeah. on his arm, see his muscle structure, Yeah, his muscle tone. Mm-hmm. Dropped a bonus episode of My Second Night yesterday with uh, Shane Wilson. Check it out as we prepare for the Atlanta International Auto Show. Atlanta Springs, uh, Atlanta Spring thing. This is the 39th year. And you heard Shane in the bonus podcast say, you know what? It's something that we just wanted to do. A lot of people are not doing it. And there were some lines, meaning manufacturers, some lines that, that are not a part of the auto show. And I was shocked to learn. You can hear my response to the bonus or my reaction to the bonus uh, uh, podcast that dropped yesterday when he said the GM is not a part of the auto show this year. 
General Motors. Now, Ford Lincoln is. And who's most excited that GM's not coming? Ford Lincoln. Yeah. Uh, to the Georgia World Congress Center, where they've always had it. The Atlanta International Auto Show is the largest trade show every year in the city of Atlanta. And they're doing things a little differently this year. But the show must go on, Donna. And it's a day that you can go downtown. Say you haven't been downtown in a year. Um, you can go downtown. You can stay at the auto show for four or five hours. Walk around. Look at exotic cars. Look at uh, caffeine and, and octane. It's going to have their normal uh, display of exotic cars and uh, cars that you wish you could own. Uh, and then if you're in the market, you can also look at, at all the different lines, and the manufacturers and the makes and the models, because they're going to be on the, the, the floor there at the Georgia World Congress Center Building C. Yeah, I say it's the greatest day to spend time with your family and just, you know, have a reason to go downtown. Parking there is super easy. You're going to get in the building. You're going to be socially distanced. But like you said, I mean, you're going to get to shop for those dream cars. You get your picture made in front of all of them. And then you can also go and sit in all of the models. Um, just because one line's not going to be there, there's going to be plenty of different distributors that are going to be there, manufacturers, and plenty of cars for you to sit in. GoAutoShow.com. Buy your tickets in advance. Everything is contactless this year. Uh, there are no tickets. Everything's going to be on your phone. GoAutoShow.com. Tickets for the auto show, April 14th through 18th at the Georgia World Congress Center. Atlanta Spring Thing, the 39th annual. Many meals with Dinner Affair are gluten-free. And with Dinner Affair, which is so much more than just a meal subscription service, um, you can put notes in your account for things, whether it's gluten-free or allergies, or let's just say, I, I hate onions. I just, I do not like onions. I don't like onions in anything. So in our file at Dinner Affair, it says, no onions, please. So any meal of the 15 new meals that are posted every month at DinnerAffair.com, when they come to our home, they're onion-free. Yeah, and that's one of the biggest differences. There's many, but one of the biggest differences about Dinner Affair and other meal prep services, some of the meal prep services, the meals are already put together. They're just basic. They're coming off an assembly line and they're, you know, being put into cardboard boxes and shipped to whoever they're getting shipped to. And you can't make substitutions. If the recipe is made with this, then that's what you get. At Dinner Affair, you can do gluten-free. You can take out things that you're allergic to or that you just don't like that, you know, you're not going to have to pick through your meal and, you know, take out the items that you don't like. So um, that's just one of the things. The other thing is that there's no contract. There is no long-term contract with Dinner Affair. You can jump in and out as you want to. You can order more meals one month, fewer meals the next month. They also have um, meal services for one. If you are a single person and an empty nester and you, you know, you don't need as much food as say a family of four or five, you can tailor your meals for that. So there's a lot of choices. They also give you the choice of the meals you want to have delivered. Again, most meal prep services put their menu out for the month and those are the meals you get. That's not the situation with dinner fair. You get to choose the meals and choose delivery. Regardless of the meal package that you choose, $30 off your first order. If you have been thinking about taking your time back at, at dinner time, this is the way that you do it. $30 off your first order. Caddy 2021, C-A-D-D-Y 2021 is the promo code. Two to three easy steps to get dinner on the table, always 100% guaranteed. Dinneraffair.com, dinneraffair.com. I have a small ask of you three things, if you don't mind. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything 
coming up with the podcast. Number two, invite and encourage three people in your circle to enjoy the podcast and listen to the end of each episode for outtakes and notes from executive producer Carl Appen. I did a post on social media over the Easter weekend, and I said, you know what? The biggest gift that you can give to us is when you're sitting around having dinner with family and friends for Easter or maybe during spring break this week, um, bring up the podcast in conversation. Hey, have you have you given this a shot? We'd really appreciate that. That'd be great. It'd mean a lot to us. Show our sponsors some love, and they include the Atlanta International Auto Show, GoAutoShow.com, Gallery Furniture, Gainesville, Dinner Affair, the Jackson Brubaker Law Firm, guests of the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast stay at the nearly new, even hotel at Avalon, steps from world-class shopping, dining, and entertainment, even hotel, IHG, part of the International Hotel Group. We are 30 miles north of downtown Atlanta in beautiful Alpharetta at the Appen Media Group and Appen Podcast Network. And Donna, your hype song on the way here today was it's not super hypey but it's from the fray f-r-a-y and the song is you found me and the fray is uh, a band from denver uh, did they sing how to save a life Didn't yes okay. they're from denver colorado you probably heard a lot of their music on like gray's anatomy and places like that but um this particular song i think it's interesting so um it was written in 2006 and uh, he said that it was a tough song for um this is from isaac slade who's a member of the phrase it was a tough song for him to write he explained it's about the disappointment the heartache the letdown that comes with life sometimes you're let down sometimes you're the one who lets someone else down it gets hard to know who you can trust and who you can count on this song came out of a tough time, and I'm still right in the thick of it. So um, it's a great song. It's kind of like, uh, you'll, you'll love it when you hear it. It's just like, a lot of people turned it into kind of a religious song, too. Because the the crux of the song is that you're um, someone found you and helped you. And a lot of people ask them later after they wrote the song if they were like kind of like a creed, like a religious band. And they were like, no, that wasn't our intention. But we respect the fact that people are thinking about it from a standpoint of, God found me or someone, you know, religious found me. So I love the song. I think it's always interesting to find out like what the story is kind of behind the song. Cause you may think one thing, have you ever thought something about a song and then you hear what the songwriter thinks and you're like, I had no idea that's what they were talking about. So anyway, that's my hype song. What about you? John Deere green. Oh, that's a good hype song. Joe Diffie. Here's why is one year ago this week, country music lost Joe Diffie. And to Mark, uh, the one-year passing of Joe Diffie, but also to celebrate his life and career in country music. Someone climbed a water tower in Texas. I forgot where it was. I saw this on Facebook and painted Billy Bob Love Charlene oh, on a water tower. In from John, John Deere in, Green. Yeah, in John Deere Green. That's the lyric from John Deere mm-hmm. Green. Oh. Yeah, Joe had so many hits. Uh, Ships That Don't Come In, So Help Me Girl, Bigger Than the Beatles. So good. We have a that night, on our hype song. A Night to Remember. Um. But just a super nice guy, super talented guy, and 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 that was a huge loss to country music. Um, COVID too, COVID related yes. death with uh, with Joe Diffie. Very sad. So you can search out uh, the Donna and Caddy hype song playlist on Spotify. Simple search, and uh, there's songs that we uh, are listening to as we come into the studio to record episodes of the podcast, and that we think that you would enjoy. Uh, the Academy of Country Music Awards are coming up. Uh, really soon, Sunday, April the 18th, 25 plus artists will perform 30 plus songs. And as we were sitting here, the ACMs actually announced uh, the incredible lineup for the ACM Awards. So we wanted to uh, mention and go here just uh, to go over a few. Eric Church is going to be performing this year. Uh, Kane Brown, Dirks Bentley. Do you like his new song? I do. I do. 
Is that on the Spotify Hype Song playlist? Uh, not yet. Nope. I'm gone. That one. I love anything Dirt does. Luke Bryan is performing at the ACMs this year. One person you will not see is Morgan Wallen. That's your little feet under the desk. I'm stretching under the studio console. So where Chris Stapleton? Have we determined where Kenny Chesney performed? Love that. Have we determined where Morgan Wallen? is? No, we haven't. Okay. You and I had to talk about that the other day. Where do you think he is right now? I think he's with his mom. You think he's with his mom? I have no idea. I have no idea. Maybe Belize. I don't know. But he does have some shows on the books this year that he has not canceled yet. Mm. You know, there are some big music festivals that say that they're going to they're going to go this year. Well, Bonnaroo's back for twenty twenty one. Yep. But it's just later in the year. Yes, I believe. Okay. Yep. Um, but I think there's like three or four music festivals that Morgan Wallen was booked into a year ago. Yeah. And they have not said yet that he's not performing. They've also not said that he certainly is. Yeah. So we'll see. But uh, big night. The ACM Awards, just like last year during the pandemic, they're going to be at three different iconic venues around Nashville. It's Keith Urban and um, Ola, Mickey, Mickey Guyton mm-hmm. are hosting at uh, the Bluebird, at the Ryman, and also at the Grand Ole Opry. So that's going to be fun. Will there be crowds? Don't know about that. Yeah. I doubt it. All right, let's talk about a mebatical. Now, normally, anything that has to do with has the word me in it, you know, I'm all about because, yeah, I'm all about me. Do, me. do you say that? Uh-huh. Do people say that? Just unapologetically? It's a joke, Donna. Is it? No. Okay. <laughs> so, explain what a mebatical is. So, I um, one of the great people that I love to follow on Instagram is Sarah Blakely. She uh, created Spanx, and she's married to Jesse Eitzler, who is also an amazing follow. If you're looking for just Great, um, especially if you're a guy, if you're looking for great dad tips and just entrepreneurship, um, they're they're a great couple. They live in Atlanta and um, they're both part owners in the Hawks. Jesse started NetJets or Marquee Jets and sold it and um, now has a podcast company and just just great motivational speaker. Unbelievable. Um, but she does a thing every year and she's done it now for probably two or three years where she takes what she calls a me, me batical instead of a sabbatical, which is kind of a break from life. Um, she calls it a me batical. And I was telling you what she does is she takes a stack of like books that can be, um, books for pleasure, books for like, um, workbooks, you know, self-help books, whatever. And she does hers at a place called Montage Palmetto Bluff, which is like really Tony and nice up in South Carolina, but you could do this anywhere. And she basically goes away for four days, no kids, no husband, no friends. So it's not like a girl's trip. It's not like a guy's trip. And she goes somewhere where the only thing she does is eat, gets room service, sleep, and she does get well, like a massage, but she's not like out riding horses and horseback riding and and doing all these it's not like going to a spa and doing a bunch of different activities the whole purpose of it is just to rest your brain for four days straight sort of except you're also planning out your kind of work life and your home life and how you're going to balance it she brings this huge calendar and she puts all of her stuff on there and she sort of on one hand decompresses because she sleeps a lot and does that but on the other hand she's kind of working to get her life organized, she says, for the year. So I ask you, would you want to do uh, I'm a, so tired. a me-batical? <laughs> I'm so tired. Just thinking about it? Yeah. Just sleeping all day? I would love to sleep all day. Okay, that's the point. But you but, originally uh, but, told me you didn't want to do that. Because um, but no, here's what I don't want to okay. do, Don. I, I don't want to leave town. 
and go, I can sleep at home. But you can't. I, but I do. Okay. We Okay. But here's why most people can't is because they have to go to work. They have to go to carpool. They have to. I, I work. I go to carpool. I know. But I'm talking about uninterrupted, like not having to worry about sleep, not thinking, okay. I'm this is in- sus. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Carl does not think this is sus, I bet. He would go for the mebatical because here's the thing. You, if you're at home, you feel guilty. You're like, I certainly I need- do not. Okay. Again, most people <laughs> would feel guilty. I Shut feel- the door okay. and, and pull down the shades and turn the lights out okay. and this conversation turn work. the air down. This conversation doesn't work because you're, you're me. You're you. You're on a use sabbatical all the time. But if the- I'm going to go out of town, I'm going to go with either you or I'm going to go out of town with friends and we're not going to sleep. That's not the purpose of a mebatical. That's what I'm telling you. This is a different type of trip. It's the fact that you can go and without feeling guilty, like you need to go clean your house. You need to go get your dog out of the, you need to wash your clothes. You need to do something that you can literally just relax. When you go on vacation with kids, you're planning activity after activity. Right, after no, I, activity. Said, I didn't say kids. This is just me and you. We would still be doing stuff. Like we would go ride jet skis or we would go do something. This is the point of this is that you literally don't have to do anything but sleep and order room service. So I don't think you're a candidate for the mebatical, but I am. I am all about a mebatical. Now, listen, I am also the same person that I don't know if you remember the story when like, okay, remember Marie Osmond? Mm-hmm. a long long time ago when she was supposed to pick her kids up in carpool and she just started driving down the coast of like california and they were all like where's she going i everybody else was like oh my god she's like a terrible mom i'm like eh. you know eh. well she disappeared didn't she she did how long do we remember eh, a couple of days yeah. she came back you know what i mean so it's kind of like like me telling you before like my the best present you could get me would be like a deer blind. You know what I mean? Like just somewhere where you could go sit in it, a tree house. The problem with the tree house or deer blind is these kids are going to find you. I've said this before. They're going to find you. Mom, have you seen my tennis racket? Dad, I know you're in there. Dad needs his charger, you know, like something. Like you want to be so far away from them that they cannot reach you or find you. And it'd be like four glorious days to just be selfish, which moms don't get a lot of opportunity to do because we're always doing for everyone. I mean, even if you're the mom and you're planning your summer vacation, you're the one who's doing all the planning and getting all the fast passes and lining up the hotel rooms. And this is what we're going to do on this day. And then you know what these kids do? Because they've done it to me before. Like when, you, when you're, you're like, okay, today we're going to do, when you're on vacation, we're going to do this. They're like, why does mom always have to plan so much stuff? You know. I think the kids have a good point sometimes. Yeah. Because you feel like you're on vacation and you don't want to waste the time and you feel like, you know, you need to be doing things. You need to be interacting. You need to be having fun. So I may just start driving up the coast of I've told you not to make light of anyone who has to go anywhere for 30 or 60 days. But there have been times where I'm like, what could I do that I could like have, have to go to rehab have for? To, maybe not re- just a facility, let's just say. <laughs> and when they called you and they're like, I would be like, listen, after 30 days, she she needs 15 more. She's not quite there yet. Kind of like when you convince your OBGYN oh to tell God. the insurance that you need two more days in the hospital after childbirth because after you Charlotte. just want, you want to do nothing. After Charlotte, I did that. Yeah. 
he'd come in and I'd pull my covers up over me and like make myself so pale. I, I think I even put water on myself. So I'd be like cool or like too cool. So my temperature would be so low. He was like, I don't know. Maybe you should stay another night or two. I'm like, yes, I think I say. should. Yes. Here's Please. here's the number to insurance. Call Blue Cross Pro Shield. Please. I'm not ready yet. Well, maybe you can Sarah Blakely. Your buddy Sarah Blakely. You can go on a me bad. But then together. it wouldn't be. It'd be a duet. Okay. All right. A duo. I, 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 yeah. All right. All right, so but Marie Osmond did come back. Now, she her, did. who picked up her kids and carpooled that day? Do we know that? Well, I'm sure her husband could figure Donnie? it out. Was he not tant dancing at the Flamingo That's or something? That's not her husband. That's her brother. Oh, Donnie and Marie. They're See, brother and sister. But can you imagine? That's what happens when like somebody calls the dad and they're like, "Listen, we can't find Marie." I knew this is going. You're going to have to go to carpool. They're like, yeah. <laughs> Something for all your home needs. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Pedro, Gainesville. Whether you're looking for a dining room table, a king size bed for your master bedroom, maybe a sofa for your living room, Gallery Furniture, Gainesville has you covered. 16,000 square foot showroom and warehouse. Been around for 30 plus years. You know the Wolfman legacy. Ask for the Wolfman. Donna is still there every day at Gallery Furniture. Ask for Donna and now Donna's daughter, Marilyn. Part of the family as the tradition continues three decades of of of, of local business doing good. Yeah, and you're not gonna it's not like you're gonna have to come on Monday or Tuesday to see Donna. She's, no, she's there, there all the time. She's there every day. If she's day. not at Harris in Cherokee. Yes, that's right. And she'll take off like on a Wednesday at two. She's my Harris. That's buddy. who you need to go to yes. Harris with. Donna's always looking for somebody to go to I Harris know. with. Double D's. Can you imagine? I cannot. Yeah. In Cherokee, North Carolina. Well, anyways, you don't have to wait for a special day to go up there. And you don't have to wait for a special day to get a great deal from them. Just go up, see her, walk the warehouse with her, tell her what you're looking for. She's going to help you find it. Take a swatch. Yeah. What's called swatch. Swatch. Yeah. Yeah, Fabric swatch or a photograph, whatever. And she's got great ideas too. Listen, she's been doing this a very long time. So she can literally look at a room and tell you when it's, you know, what you need for that particular room. So she's great at it. Recliners and two ninety nine, tons of bedding options. Voyager by Catnapper, love seat, uh, sofa combo sixteen twenty nine is the price. Uh, recliners, really, listen, they got everything gallery furniture, but they have recliners stacked up like jets at Hartsfield, just row after row of different uh, colors and styles and things that you uh, are looking for. Shop now, pay later. You can also take it home today. Sixteen hundred Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. Ask for the Wolfman dot com is the uh, website. You can go there. AskForTheWolfMan.com and go spend some time with Donna and her daughter Marilyn and the entire gang up at Gallery Furniture. AskForTheWolfMan.com. Several ways for us to uh, connect between episodes. You can reach out to us on the podcast text line and voicemail line 770-464-6024. All of those voicemails and text messages come directly to my smartphone right here in my hand. And it's a great way for us to uh, to communicate. Also, social media at ATL Cadillac on Twitter and Instagram. And there is the Cadillac Jack Facebook fan page. What you got, Donna? I'm so tired. Why are you so tired? Huh? I don't know. I'm just tired. Maybe we need to spin your blood. I don't know what that means. Like you, you, we need to take it out, spin it in like a centrifuge, get some oxygen in it, and then put it back in. Like to give me energy? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I'm gay. When's that happen? I don't know. We got to hook you up. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. (laughs) 